0: Welcome to the Disney Drive podcast. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about some of the news uh, that's come out recently. And uh, just, you know, give my thoughts on, on uh, a couple of stories that came out um, last week that I thought were the most notable around Walt Disney World and um, just Disney in general. And um, without further ado, let's get into the news. Okay, so the first story uh, that I want to talk about is the uh, Disney's Riviera Resort. We'll be taking reservations later on this month. Um, The resort's set to open in the fall of 2019. Um, So that's really cool that uh, it'll be open. It's a DVC resort. Uh, I believe it's the 15th. DVC property that Disney has um, and but this uh, later this month it will be when the general public can book rooms so you'll and the actual DVC booking of rooms will not come until later. Disney really hasn't hasn't released anything on when you'll be able to book as a DVC member. So this will be like the cash rooms, like if you're just a general person who wants to stay at the Riviera, you'll be able to do so later on this month, um, starting for the fall time. Um, I don't think Disney's actually released the official day it's going to open. Maybe they have, I'm not sure, but it'll be interesting when that goes live to see when the specific opening date of that resort is, because I think it's pretty, I mean, it looks like it's pretty close to opening already, so... I'm going to venture a guess that it's probably going to be very early October is when that will be you'll be able to book that. So another uh, story that I thought was uh I guess moderately interesting <laughs> was that uh, Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy will open on March 31st of this year. So uh that's coming up pretty soon. It's only a couple months away. Um so that's going to be the new uh it's like a show and a meet and greet. Um I think from what I've heard that it's basically a mixture of like McQueen car mm-hmm. animatronic and some screens. Um he's kind of takes you through what he's doing after it takes place after all the sequence or the whole experience takes place after Cars 3. I think it, he kind of teaches you the rules of the road, some other stuff like that, and then I think at the end you can you can meet Lightning McQueen and Cruz Ramirez, which used to be there, but I think now this is they kind of made this big thing. So I think that'll be pr- pretty cool because Walt Disney World really hasn't had any um, like interactive to this or, like, a show attached to, like, a meet-and-greet, really, ever, not to my knowledge. Um, you know, there's interactivity with some of them that that is a little more than others, but this would be the kind of the first character that would have its own, like, pre-show, I guess, to a meet-and-greet, and I think that concept is actually really cool. It kind of hypes, hypes you up to meet them. Like, I would be more likely to meet Lightning McQueen with this new show than I would be to meet him without this that's for sure because I think it would be really cool and it kind of you know makes it more interesting to anyone who is going to meet a character if you get a more of an experience out of it you know because I think for a lot of people or at least a a lot of older people like I'm saying once you get in you know kids are like kind of like a teenager they the meeting the characters isn't as fun for them I wouldn't say or if you've seen somebody already this would be kind of cool way to meet them again if you get to do this experience. So I, I, I think it's a really good addition and I look forward to to hopefully experiencing that on uh, in my trip in May because um, it will obviously be open by then. One thing uh, that I heard about last week that was uh, pretty interesting to me was the fact that um, Sebastian's Bistro, which is the new restaurant at the Caribbean Beach Resort, is already going to be stopping serving lunch. As of January 27th, um, 2019, Sebastian's Beach Show will stop its lunch service. Um, I thought this was odd because the restaurant really opened in what, like November, October, November of 2018, and they're already in January axing the lunch service. That seems a bit quick to pull the plug. Um, I know historically that the uh, moderate resorts do not get a lot of um, foot traffic at their like sit-down restaurants just because I think a lot of people, I mean, you're during the day, like, like lunch-wise, during the day, obviously, people are at the park or they're at Disney Springs or whatever, and if you're going to plan a meal at, a resort you're probably you know during the day you're probably going to go to a monorail loop resort right like you're in the magic kingdom but you're going to go over to the polynesian or the contemporary or grand floridian you're going to eat at their restaurant then you are to go back to your own resort you know but i mean a couple months to to axe the lunch like that like what what kind of testing is that like you think you'd at least give it like six months and if it's that low, then you get rid of it? Like, a couple months? Like, how many people... Like, there's so many people that would have booked trips when that was announced, including me, um, to stay at that resort, you know, after they was announced that it was all finished. And those people are not going to be able to have lunch at the resort after they booked there. Like, like, I get that could happen. You can book in a year, but, like, People book it in November and they're planning a trip for six months, which would be pretty common. Now you can't you can't have a lunch service, and you and you obviously book that thinking you would. You know, to, well maybe it's a new restaurant. They don't want to try it for dinner, because you know you just don't like dinner. You want it to be really good. You don't want you know you to have something you're really going to enjoy. Lunch you might experiment. At least I mean, that's usually how I am. You know, I'm not necessarily going to try something new, out for dinner, but I, I would at lunch because it's usually a little bit less expensive and now that's not an option so I thought that that's a little odd you know that that's pretty quick to get rid of a lunch service at a brand new restaurant okay the last uh, kind of bit of news uh, from last week that I wanted to talk about or touch on was uh, uh, Lee Unkrich I hope I'm pronouncing that right um, is leaving Pixar so um, he worked on projects like Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo. Um, he had been with Pixar for 25 years, and he announced that he will be leaving. Um, yeah, he was the co-director of Toy Story 2. Um, he said in the statement that he's not like leaving for another studio, which is nice, because, uh, you know, it's always a little unnerving when you hear about people leave Disney to go work for another studio and you're wondering like is it that bad to work at Disney that you want to go work somewhere else like you think like the biggest opportunity to work in animation is kind of at Disney but he said that that's not why he's leaving he said he wants to focus more on his home and and he's I think he's 51 so I mean that makes sense he probably has you know moderately young children probably you know so that's a piece of news you know he's a he was a great Pixar um, guy. You know, he was he was very creative, did a lot of stuff, a lot of big movies he worked on. You know, as I said, you know, Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, some of the biggest Pixar movies ever. Um, so, yeah, that's just a little tidbit, you know, he's, he's going to be leaving. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so an honorable mention um, of News Story is the fact that the Halloween party tickets... Are already gonna be going on sale. I don't know, or they I don't know if it's right now or they're starting very soon, which is a head scratcher to me, <laughs> considering it's January, and you're gonna try and get people to buy your Halloween party tickets in January. Now I don't know about you guys, but Halloween is the last thing on my mind in January. <laughs> like, I don't... Like, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to get trying to get people committed, like, as soon as possible to come before Galaxy's Edge. Because it's going to be nuts. But, like, allowing people to buy their Halloween party tickets now is not an incentive. If somebody was going to go for the Halloween party, they were going to go for the Halloween party anyways. No one's going to be saying, oh, well, I can book my Halloween party tickets now, so I'll change the time of when I can go to whenever I was going before to Halloween. No, that's not an incentive. It's just buying it earlier. So, like, I, I can't imagine too many people more in, I think it was two months this is two months earlier than they normally go on sale. How many more people are going to buy your tickets two months earlier? I can't imagine it's that many. It really doesn't make any sense. So, I I thought that was just a weird... Like, promotion that Disney would run. Because, like... Like, is that the lengths they're really going to try and scrape to get people to, to come... Now, before Galaxy's Edge. I know that they're running promotions they've never ran or they haven't run this early or for the time of, you know, when they're doing pr- these promotions like free dining and these room rates and stuff are, you know, going on at unseasonable times than they normally do. And that's like, you know, at, if they're going to start pulling stuff like buying tickets earlier, like they're, they're trying every single possibility to get people there before Galaxy's Edge. And To me, if they got to pull out buying your Halloween tickets early as some sort of incentive, they're not bought. People are not even scooping up the free dining or the room rates, so they're gonna have to do something a lot better than that. You know, my suggestion would be tell people that they're gonna run the rides at full capacity, full you know, fully staff the park from. You know, March to September why don't you do that that'll entice people to come because they'll know that the wait times will be 20 minutes for every ride then you'll get people a book you don't even got to offer them a discount you could have rack rate pricing just make it so people don't got to wait 40 minutes when there's really nobody in the park you know because they're running capacity at half you know just do that Tell them you're going to do that, and people will buy their rooms. Simple as that. Okay, thanks for listening to the episode. You guys can follow me on Twitter at the Disney Drive to always know when I post a new episode, or if you guys want to ask me questions or submit uh, ideas for other episodes or you know just chat about disney you can find me there um i'll be putting out a new episode hopefully in about three or four days um so look forward to you guys um listen to that one too and uh, have a great rest of your week everyone